Yo, what's the deal, baby? This your boy, Uncle Luke, formerly of the Two Live Crew. You are listening to Pass It Down with Mike Silver and Natalie Silver. Natalie is the most beautiful young lady in this deal right here. Mike doesn't look so good, even though they're dad and daughter. It's the big show, baby. We are really stoked right now with one caveat. We're really excited that we have been joined by... Packers coach Matt LaFleur. The only caveat is that I think we're recording this in like the LA Times newsroom in 1957. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that uh, typing like sound is, but uh, Matt, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'd be doing great if I didn't hear uh, whatever that typewriter is. We're a low budget production. <laughs> <laughs> We have had tech issues probably on every single podcast, and this is now episode 22, so uh, why should it be any different? Um, Natalie, maybe you guys should uh, should move. Natalie's in a car right now. Yeah, maybe I'm, you guys should I'm start at a driving. Chevron in maybe, maybe, Sacramento. Maybe, maybe you should try getting on the move. Um, well, is, that, is, that so safe? Matt, is that safe to do a probably, podcast? Probably not. <laughs> oh, no, she has a, she has a driver. Her mother. Oh, I got you. Her mother is driving. They're going up to uh, to work at uh, my in-laws' apple farm up in Apple Hill, California. So nice. It's a, it's a beautiful fall day, and uh, so our our only regret is we were hoping to get two Lafleurs. Um, Matt's brother Mike is a very very accomplished. Um, assistant coach for the San Francisco 49ers, probably a future head coach in this league. Um, and Easy. To, Pump the brakes. <laughs> seems to be a, uh, you know, a well-adjusted guy other than the fact that he was raised in the same household as this guy, but we couldn't get them both because um, I feel like, um, I feel like Mike just didn't, you know, wasn't able to fight hard enough to get to do this podcast. Yeah, you see, he he got scared. <laughs> he's got he's got a very uh, exacting boss, uh, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, who I know Matt has worked for too. Maybe he's so, just scared um, of Matt. That's it. That's it. <laughs> There's no doubt. I'm scared, I'm scared of Matt. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Natalie Natalie has younger brothers, so I'm sure you guys can can sympathize with uh, younger brothers who get a little scared, and um, I think. It just gives us gives us free reign to roast them a little bit, and um, you know, I don't think anyone should hold back. But don't worry, uh, Matt. I'm, Matt, I'll start you with a football question. Um, it's your bye week, or you're coming out of your bye week, and um, you guys are kind of setting the league on fire offensively. It's been awesome. You're four and zero. Every time I look up, you guys are scoring. Um, Robert Tanyan, your tight end, I think has five touchdowns, um, and you've done it with with a bunch of guys injured and and out of the lineup. Um, is is this what you saw coming going into the season? I don't think you ever really know what what's to come. There's so many variables that uh, you know that change on a weekly basis. So I think our mindset is always taking it one game at a time and. 
you know, luckily for us, we've got a lot of great players here that can adapt and adjust to, to whatever it is we're trying to get done. And, you know, ultimately, regardless of what we're doing offensively, this game's all about winning. And, you know, I think our quarterback's playing at a really high level right now. Um, well, like he has his entire career. <laughs> but he's playing, a, a, he's playing really, really lights out. And, you know, we're just playing good team football. So just trying to find a way each week to, to get the W, no matter what it takes. So far, Natalie, Matt has coached 22 NFL games and won 18 of them. So it's, it's going okay. Um, you, you know, a lot of people kind of speculated that Aaron would have an edge to him this year based on, you know, his potential replacement being drafted, Jordan Love. Everyone's like, watch out, Aaron's going to tear it up. Um, did you... Did you see any of that, or is this just the natural progression of, you know, your second year together in the offense? Yeah, I think we really took advantage of this offseason. Um, you know, it was difficult not being together, being in the, in the same building, but we had so many good conversations through Zoom with myself, with Aaron, with Hackett, and Getze, um, and it really allowed us to kind of refine our offense and, and – figure out what, what it is we're doing well, what we need to get better at, what we need to get rid of in order to kind of streamline this thing. And I, I just think there was, there, it was a really productive time when, you know, you could find a million reasons for it not to be productive. So it's just a credit to those guys just putting the time in. And like I said, there was a lot of great conversation that came out of it. So I, I hear Jordan Love, and I just have to ask this because I'm in the car with my mom. And so draft night, we're all at home as a family watching it. My dad's in a virtual war room, so he's kind of preoccupied. But when you guys drafted Jordan Love in the first round, my brothers, who are huge Packers fans, um, they were pretty surprised. But my mom, who just watches the games with them and has also become a fan, she's laughing at me right now, is like, call Matt LaFleur! Mike, get on the phone! Call Matt LaFleur! So, That's I know, true. I know how she reacted. Um, but, you know, Matt, you're, you have to deal with this every day and answer these questions. So how annoying is it for you to have to constantly deal with people like those? Like you guys? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, it is. It is what it is. It, it comes with the territory, and anytime there's a, you know, what's deemed a, a controversial decision, whatever, you just you, you got to answer the questions, and um, you know. But I like where we're at right now, and uh, there's a lot in front of us. I know that. Okay. Okay. Wait. My mom has has something to say. It, it, it sounds like Natalie's typing the response. By the way, <laughs> this is so brutal. Wait, <laughs> Leslie Silver on the phone. Hi, Matt. This is my debut on this podcast, so feel special. That this is the first time I've gotten to, I've been invited to talk. Um. Hey, you know, you guys are you guys look great. So you are winning, but I I'm pretty sure I can say with certainty that you have shared some of my personal moments of frustration, maybe even edging up to rage when um, you could have thought like, dang, man, Aaron could use a little help if we just had one more receiver instead of some guy that's on the bench that we're going to use in a few years. I'm pretty sure 
I can say with confidence that maybe those you, thoughts or some of those feelings what, cross your mind. I, I don't know. This is why I don't know you at all. Maybe podcast. I'll meet you someday, and maybe we can bond over the fact that we have shared similar feelings <laughs> and thoughts. I'm just saying. so 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 Matt. Just just for perspective, I'll give you a story. I'm at the Niners week one. You guys are playing early. Uh, it's like two drives into the game, and you know you had to settle for field goals a couple of times. I'm not I'm not really paying attention to your game. And I get this text from my wife, who you know I didn't know was paying close attention, and she's freaking out about you know you guys didn't score touchdowns on your first two drives. I'm kind of like, hey, um, Vikings are pretty good, and it's the first game, and you know like five thousand yards later, it was it, it worked out okay. So. She gets a little trigger happy. That's all right. Well, hey, listen, you know, we got a lot of guys here that we feel like, you know, can make plays for us. And um, it's been an interesting year thus far, though, I'll tell you, in terms of just all the things that have, you look across the league, a lot of teams are dealing with just a lot of adversity in terms of injuries are, are way up. And um, so I think it's, it's going to come down to who can adjust the best throughout the course of the season. Um, you know, there's some theories as to why defenses are having a hard time, um, you know, this season so far. Do you, you know, how do you see it in terms of the, the challenges that defenses are facing? Obviously, you have your own defense, which is holding up pretty well. But, uh, you know, you've seen four defenses try to defend Aaron and company, and, and it's been tough. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, anytime you go on the road, it's always a, a tough task, especially you look at our two road games this year, New Orleans and Minnesota, you could argue are two of the toughest places to play in the National Football League. And the fact that there weren't fans at that those games, it definitely allowed us to communicate at a much more efficiently and, and at a higher level. So um, I think just the fact that defenses don't, have that home field advantage right now is is not helping them for sure um and i also think that just thinking about us and and coming out at home without having our great fans behind us just the the energy level is so different and i think that a lot of teams um or a lot of defenses feed off that energy from the fans and you literally have to bring your own energy and you got to find a way to muster it up and get your mind right because it, it is definitely a different experience for for everybody involved and, and one again that you know the teams that can adapt to it the best are, are gonna have a leg up on everybody else yeah i mean you probably don't even have to use the headset you can probably just like mouth the play <laughs> You could if you, you the the thing is everybody on the field can hear you. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, so weird. you you could you could certainly do it that way, but uh <laughs> I think everybody in the stadium would know what you're you're trying to get done. Okay, guys, update on my end. We are moving away from the Chevron. <laughs> and we're trying to get rid of the static. Um Yeah, we think it, it definitely helps. sounds better now. Well, uh, I don't know. Um, okay, so Matt, I was, uh, you, you probably, you, there's no way you know this. There's no way anyone knows this. But I, Natalie Silver, was the one who transcribed your interview where you talked to my dad about how you and Aaron had to figure out the audible thing. And I also transcribed Aaron's interview. And 
you know, when I was transcribing it just raw, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. Um, but then someone went on TV and stirred up a little drama and then, you know, all of a sudden it, it turned into a huge thing. So it's amazing that I'm here right now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got your mom coming in, grilling me. That was off the reservation, man. Now, one more thing. You didn't answer my question. (laughs) Mute her. (laughs) Welcome to our lives. (laughs) She's a psychologist. Don't Uh, worry, Matt. When when she asked me for your phone number, I'm definitely giving her Mike McDaniel. (laughs) Dude, I also transcribed Mike McDaniel. And I had to, like, take a break and be like, wait, am I watching Jackass? Like, yeah. <laughs> Mike's I, had, a, I Mike's had like a I had a two hour lunch with Mike McDaniel, you know, at one point, and um, I was I wanted Natalie to transcribe it. She, you know, she had some time, and I was like so scared to give it to her because I didn't know what would what we actually talked about. And then she actually transcribed a Chris Cooley interview that, that set a new record for. Uh, hilarity because i went to pee at one point i was at cooley's house last year yeah and uh i didn't know that when i went to pee he apparently kept talking <laughs> alex could you, could you summarize what what i missed when i went to pee at Chris Cooley's house? yeah it's pretty easy to summarize it was pretty much just hi my name is mike silver this is my phone and i love balls in my mouth i love big wet balls <laughs> bouncing in my mouth repeat 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 that's 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 that was pretty good rendition my poor innocence <laughs> has been shattered okay but we i'll tell you what i yeah. i've got i know all about chris cooley we were with him we were we were together in washington so i love right. chris he, he likes to have a good time didn't Chris Cooley support? He claims that he pranked you on a flight where he claimed that he had taken a poll of all the yes. players that, as to who the least popular assistant coach was, and that you were the least popular. Yeah, it was it was hurtful, man. Nobody wants to be the least. <laughs> I don't have to be the, fa- the the most favorite, but like nobody wants to be the least favorite. Matt, didn't you say that you're a glutton for punishment? though like- <laughs> i am obviously that's why i'm here <laughs> wait wait so matt so audible or not what's the verdict i thought that was a, a dead issue a long time ago no no we're still freaking out over it every dinner that is crazy Stop. Stop. We, I, he, it's weird it's weird that i'm the third toughest there's no doubt <laughs> i had no idea what i was getting in for um, i know right well the natalie i kind of expect to you know blurt stuff out but the leslie thing was unplanned we're gonna have to you're gonna have to turn free on me in some <laughs> horrible way and and i'll just, where are you going with this mike yeah, well, <laughs> I know uh, after the Cooley thing, we just got off the rails. So wait, before to, I like to, to, to answer Cooley. your question, though, Natalie, because I, I want to make sure I answer all questions. Uh, <laughs> he he has he de- he definitely has free reign. So if he sees something and can get us out of a bad play, yeah, he he will get us out of the bad play, and he's done a great job at it. Got it. 
I can I can sleep peacefully now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I saw that he mentioned recently that he had done the pretend the headset doesn't work trick a couple of times. Yeah, uh, he, he like he likes to do that to me, especially late in games. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Matt's gonna start doing that to us if we don't get off. This <laughs> you should you should get him back by by using uh, this app with its typing audio. <laughs> no doubt, right? <laughs> so so late in games, he'll do the like he'll start holding the helmet like it doesn't work. Well, it's it's, it's funny because like now I don't even know when it's real and when it's not. So, uh, but yeah, I'll tell you what he 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 has complete control complete handle on everything we're trying to do so if the headset does go out it, it's really no skin off my back i know that he's gonna he's gonna get us the right stuff well there you go see you i'll bet you're not the most unpopular coach on this staff now <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think i think you could pull that and that might change daily as well <laughs> by, by the way when you're voted the most unpopular coach allegedly on a staff that includes Richmond Flowers and you know Mike McDaniel I mean that's you know I, I feel like that's pretty hurtful <laughs> uh, yeah well I still don't know if it was real or not but Cooley claims that he was making it all up did I how did he break it to you uh, you know what? I can't remember. I know he had like something in his notebook or whatever, and he left it out. And somebody brought it to me, and I was like, "Man, that that's not cool." That's kind of how he rolls. He doesn't he doesn't seem to like to do it in a confrontational way. He just discover it. Yeah. Who who was the most popular? I I don't even remember. Probably. Oh, now my dogs. Pro now my dogs getting into the act too. Probably Sean. He's always Probably the Sean. most popular. Probably Sean. Nally, didn't you have a question about Sean and and uh, talking into the headset and all that? Um. Well, I mean, I've one of Sean's interviews too. This is like all of my football knowledge I do from transcriptions, not from actually watching. No, no. no but Sorry. didn't didn't you want to ask uh, him about <laughs> co covering the mouth? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Matt, are you one of the guys who covers uh, your mouth with the play sheet, or is that just Sean? No, I think that's every play caller. But but then the plays are on camera, and you could screenshot it. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of plays on there, so... And usually it's the back of your call sheet anyway, so... Why don't I'm, you just cover it with, like, a piece of paper? I guess you could. There you go. You know, we're, I, I, hey, Natalie, we're football coaches. We're not that smart. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I would, I would say this. Like normally, I always thought that was weird, but are you still doing it with a mask on? You know what? I that's a good question because I've gotten asked that, and I think I do just out of habit. But because um, you know, when you're in the heat of the battle, you're you're, you're not really thinking about anything other than uh what plays or what what's going on right in front of you so so there's a lot of uh muscle memory throughout the years <laughs> i guess that, that that is just that just happens that you're not even aware of because because I, I do want to give you a tip that if you are wearing a mask and complying then 
they probably can't see your lips, but I, I would agree with that, Mike. I mean, <laughs> I know I'm not that smart, but I, I definitely would agree with that. By the way, if we were all wearing like five masks, the audio would still be better than it is. Right you know, now. I'm on the road, and I gotta say, it's not improving. So I'm gonna shift the blame to you it's guys. Me. It's me. Um, by the way, Matt, you said Mike, you were- do you still use one of those flip phones? <laughs> <laughs> I've got the brick, Matt, with the giant, yeah. the giant the old, battery and the, the old giant... Zach Morris phone. Dude, how funny would that be if you were running a meeting and you staged like a phone, like you got a phone call and you're up at the, the meeting and someone brought you the brick and you just took a call? <laughs> we can make it happen. I think that's good. I think that's a good visual. Um, nobody, I, yeah, no, I, um, nobody would way, even know what that would, that with those phones even existed though yeah exactly um well you, you know you can educate and there's, there's probably some coaching point in there that yeah <laughs> um by the way you said you wanted to answer every question leslie has already side texted me that you didn't answer her question so i can't uh, even remember what her question was anymore I think she wanted to know if your head exploded sometimes because you could have had some more weapons or something. Hey, as coaches, we, we want as many weapons as we can have all the time. There you go. But, you know, um, we feel like we got some pretty good weapons. So, um, you know, your crew of, of fellow assistants who were together in Washington and other places, you know, it's... It's super accomplished. Uh, you know, Kyle, we saw last year, you know, on the verge of winning a Super Bowl. Sean was on the verge the year before. Um, you know, your brother and, and Mike McDaniel have obviously been, um, you know, really, really successful assistants who are being eyeballed as head coaches. And then Robert Sala, who is Kyle's defensive coordinator in San Francisco, is another guy who will likely be a head coach. And you were the best man in his wedding. It's not entirely true. You were, you were in his wedding? I was in his wedding. Okay, you were in his wedding. So yeah. um, are there any bachelor party stories, by the way, that you could share? Oh, bachelor party stories. I'm trying to think what we did for his bachelor party. I don't even know if we ha- if he, he had one. Uh, I think we, you know what? I take that back. We did. I do remember, and, and we definitely cannot share a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I guess this is my question. You know, you 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 finally got a shot to be a head coach. You went thirteen and three. It's an incredible year. Um, although you ended up having to play the Niners late, and then. You get to the NFC Championship game and you've got to play your your good friends and your brother. Um, I mean, obviously, you want to win no matter who you're playing, and and it's you know it is what it is in this business. But you know, is it kind of a bummer when you get to the pinnacle of reaching the Super Bowl and you've got to deal with so much, uh, you know, so many people close to you on the other side? Yeah, I mean, it's, I'll be honest with you, it's never fun going against, you know, your, especially when your brother's on the the opposite sideline, but like a lot of guys that you consider brothers, you know, Kyle, Robert, Mike, Daniel, there's so many other guys that I've coached with on that staff. Shoot, my wife's 
first cousin is the strength coach, Dustin Perry. Um, <laughs> so that like legitimately is a family affair. I mean, I coached with Bobby Turner for a long time. He's, he's a close friend. Um, but there's just so many guys on that side that you want to do well and you want to see succeed, but you never want it at your expense. So uh, when you get in those situations, yeah, it's, I mean, it was, it was awesome uh, getting to that point, but you also know how hard it is to get to that point. And you, you definitely want to deliver when, when you, when you're in position to, especially to, to go to the Super Bowl. Um, but at the same time, it, it didn't work out. And, and there is a piece of me that is always happy for those guys. And, um, but, but again, it's, it's never, you never wanted at your expense. Um, did, uh, did you like educate your sons that week, you know, that their aunt and uncle are the enemy and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get my niece to say, go pack, go. I've, <laughs> she, she'll say, go uncle Matt, but she won't say, go pack, go. She's, she's all nighters all the time. All the time. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and how did, uh, how did Bree and Lauren do as, as sisters-in-law that, that week where they, they oh, yeah, they're, they're, no, no, no. They're, they're super tight. They are, they are like sisters. And, um, you know, Bree went out there the first time we played earlier in the season and she said, obviously that didn't go very well either, but, um, right. So she, she decided she made the decision. She wasn't going to go out there for the championship game. And I know it was, it was, it was a tough deal on everybody. My parents were there and, you know, they've got their, uh, half Niner, half Packer gear on. And, um, it's just, it's not, it's not necessarily fun, but at the same time, you're, you're in that spot. And I guess in, in some regard, those are kind of like champagne problems, right? You're, sure. You're both having success, and unfortunately, only one team can can go to the Super Bowl. Um, well, being Dad, that I'm, we're in the same conference. Dad, I'm thinking about you. Like, if if you were in a situation like this, where I don't know, let's say Greg or Robbie was on the Stanford football team, Ooh. and I have to say, I don't think you would be able to root for Stanford. I mean, I wouldn't wear a Stanford football shirt. Uh, you know, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't wear a half jersey. I'll, I'll tell you this, though. Like, so now you, Matt's, par- Matt's parents are awesome. They're, like, the best people. And um, I did get a chance to visit with them before both games. And I- I'm just going to put this out there. I think it was, like, a two-thirds Packer jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that, was my, that was my gut feeling. Yeah. I, 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 would, one, I would say that was a good gut feeling. <laughs> I have one. I have a question for Matt um, because you know we both have annoying little brothers. I hear <laughs> that there is a great story about you and Mike getting into a wrestling match <laughs> by a lake. Do you care to share it? <laughs> Oof. I think he deserves it for not being on this podcast. Like normally, I'd be like, let it go, but. And, and and Natalie, Mike told me this story, but basically, he the way Matt, the, I'll I'll walk you in. The way Mike s- set it up for me was that you're you're considerably older than him. Yeah, I'm seven and a half years older. Than yeah, so it's not like you guys were you know trading you know punches or you know 
whatever, like growing up, you were clearly the, the big brother. But he sure. said, you know, I guess he had gotten to college and was, you know, starting to feel like, you know, okay, man, maybe I can take this guy. And you guys run a family trip. Yeah, so every year we rent a cottage in South Haven, Michigan, um, right over the week of the 4th. And there's a lot of friends and families that would, that would come. And so, uh, you know, he may or may not have had a few pops and, and the, the liquid courage was, was getting to him. And, you know, he, he's in college at this time and been lifting weights. And I think, I think he was going into his senior year of, of college and he, he was, um, he was a safety at Elmhurst college, but, uh, he thought it was the time to challenge his older brother in, in a wrestling match down on the beach. And, uh, let's just say it didn't work out too well for him. <laughs> I, I believe, did, did he, um, did he sample some of the, the sand? There may have been, yeah. Uh, there, he may have tasted some sand. And, I think, um, I, I think we, we were wrestling. I got thrown in a headlock. And naturally, when you're on, you're, you got a guy on a headlock and uh, there's sand at your disposal, you just start picking it up and, and pouring it on his head. <laughs> and, uh, and then the story gets better because... Um, his then girlfriend Lauren, who's now your sister-in-law, um, said something that he didn't like in the middle of it. Yeah, that's where I, I'm out of this story because <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble one way or the other. Yeah, I I, I believe the way she she made a she, comment. She was about trying to encourage him to to stop laying there. And yeah, take, like she thought he resembled maybe a, a creature that might live in the lake at that point. <laughs> that was out of water. <laughs> a dead fish? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like like a fish that was no longer able to uh, breathe through its gills. And and after that, let's just say right after that comment, our, our wrestling match was over. <laughs> there, was a, there was a new wrestling match because Natalie... Uh, Mike made a comment to his then girlfriend that was a little maybe over the top, the top. <laughs> and, uh, and the, the way Mike told it that then there was a real fight and, and it went on for, <laughs> went on for a lot longer. Yeah, <laughs> they recovered. They recovered nicely. Got two great kids now, and, and life is good living up in the Bay Area. <laughs> and there, and there you go. Um, well. I actually think we've gone over our allotted time. You have answered every single question, and you have put up with like way more abuse than you signed up for, or even I knew was coming because the women in my family. I, I should expect that from you, Mike. You should expect that from me, um, Nally. I will say this too: like, you know, Matt had just torn his Achilles um, last uh, back in the late spring of 2019 and uh, and I came out and uh, the Warriors were in a tight, they were in game five elimination game in Toronto in the NBA Finals and um, Matt and Bree were kind enough to have me over at the house with a bunch of spotted mouths. We did see, unfortunately, <laughs> we saw Kevin Durant tear his Achilles, which was brutal, but Matt was able to diagnose it right away. Uh, and then uh, and then it was great because uh, Matt declared the game over and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson hit like a sequence of insane threes. <laughs> they and sure the Warriors did. lived, and I got to take all the spotted cows back to my uh, 
back to my hotel room and, and celebrate. I'm sure you were really subtle about that too. <laughs> such a respectful guest. They've so so. I guess that's my way of saying they've put up with a lot. So just let's just add this to the list and uh, <laughs> and let's try to incentivize Mike. You know, I, I'd like to have Matt back with Mike. Maybe like uh, you know, whenever Mike's boss is kind enough to to make that to make Mike feel good about that. We we will we we will do it in the off season. That's usually the All best right, time, perfect. right? And we'll, and we'll probably do it in person by a lake if we can get, you know, we can get that back would be to, interesting. Yes. And we got to get back <laughs> to human congregation. And uh, oh, I can't wait for that day, man. Yeah. It's, and then you know. and then you'll have then you'll have to go back to covering your mouth when you call plays. But I want you to experiment coming out of the bye. I want you to experiment with the, you know, just you don't have to. Put Why don't you guys tell me what I'm doing? Because I don't. No, I, I'll so tell you, you what. Tell, you can tell me and and give me a report back on whether or not I'm using my call sheet to cover my mouth. That's already covered by my mask. No, All you right, know I'm who we'll, you know who will put on that. We'll put Leslie Silver on it. <laughs> the harshest critic. Yeah, and then we'll be sure to give her Mike McDaniel's cell phone so she can text you all the all her notes. <laughs> no, Matt, you're, you guys are looking great this year. You're doing great. So I appreciate congratulations. It. <laughs> Thank you. There's a lot of yeah. ball left. A lot of ball left. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Up with our abuse too. <laughs> it's amazing because Matt's coaching in the place where Vince Lombardi coached and where they named streets after coaches and it's title town. And he thought he was going to be under pressure taking this job. But as I told him when he took it, he has no idea the pressure he's under, given the scrutiny he's getting from my household. I mean, come on. <laughs> I kind of got a glimpse now. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, man. Thank you so much. And, and listeners, thank you for bearing with us. Natalie's been typing and transcribing this conversation the entire time, as you can hear, on an old manual typewriter from, like, the 1970s <laughs> and uh hey stop the presses <laughs> Bye, technology guys. we gotta go pick some apples have fun <laughs> thank Bye. you talk to you soon for letting me participate <laughs> all right see you guys Bye. later later bye